0: everybody this is the Simpsons show i'm robbie with my co-host matt and we are here to talk about the simpsons from the beginning matt how are you i don't want to do this i i I
1: just there are very few episodes where i'm just like no i really don't want to do this episode because it's just going to make my blood pressure
0: skyrocket and this is one of them so congratulations guys who's it? i mean i i hate to bring this to you matt The simpsons people they don't listen to this there's no i really highly doubt I that know, there's any simpsons especially people who worked on the show then They'd hate us. I don't know. I wouldn't, unless they like hate listen. I mean, that's possible, I guess, but I really doubt it. Uh, Hi, guys. We are brought to you by supporters on Patreon. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show for only two hours a month. Gain access to all of our bonus content. Matt, we have a couple people to thank. Okay. Uh, First, Oscar. Thank you, Oscar. Thank you, Oscar. And Matthew Waltz. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you, Matthew. This week's episode is three gays of the condo. Episode EABF12, originally aired April 13th, 2003, written by Matt Warburton, directed by Mark Kirkland, received a 12.02 rating, which is good for 19th overall that week. It also won the Emmy for Outstanding Animated Program, under an hour. I just... Won an Emmy. (sighs) Robbie, you told me that, but I can't believe that's true. Won an Emmy.
1: So bad.
0: I don't know, maybe I mean I it's not like I had a lot of respect for the Emmys in general already, but this just kinda True. and well, I don't know, maybe just the competition in two thousand three was so terrible. I mean, I assume that there's a like King of the Hill nominated or Futurama. put it give it to one of them. It had to be better than All this. Right. Any episode yeah, right? from those seasons would be better than this. Um Hey guys, this episode's very bad. The, episode, the couch gag. The family, uh, depicted as frozen food, is put in a deep fryer, taken out, dumped in a basket, and salted. This is a repeat. That's better than the rest of the episode. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes, it's short. It's, like, charming. There's a joke in it, I guess. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Episode guest mm-hmm. stars Scott Thompson as Grady. Who, I love Scott Thompson. Kids in the Hall, one of my probably my favorite sketch show of all time uh don't Grady is not a good character and then we have Weird Al playing himself who poor Weird Al you deserve better than this he yeah I Weird Al is a good guy funny guy does not deserve to be in this terrible episode <laughs> uh the episode begins with family wednesday family night family day i don't know what's going on man i don't know what's happening in this whole episode but i'm going to we're going to try and contextualize it, try and make it make sense. We're going to fail, but I'm going to try. So the family is getting together, and Marge, is, I guess, decides every week what they're going to be doing on the family day. And this, in this family day, they're going to work on a puzzle.
2: I wonder what Mom came up with for this week's Family Wednesday.
3: I hope it's as fun as Pictionary was last week.
2: Dad, we weren't playing Pictionary. That was an intervention to stop your drinking. What? Are you
3: sure? Oh, Oh, that takes me back.
2: Here it is. This week's family activity. Oh, a jigsaw puzzle. Concert in Golden Gate Park, ages 8 to 80. We know when we're not wanted. The box says it's a perfect way to spend the day. And why would a box lie to a person? The first step is the funnest, turning all the pieces face up. Go crazy, dorks. I got better things to do. Hey, Bart, I fixed my rock tumbler. What do you say we turn this baby loose on some feldspar? I'm in.
3: Oh, I hate this. It's making me use my arms.
0: Hey, these two pieces are already connected. We're halfway there. Mhm. So they're working on a puzzle, Matt. Mhm. I'll give it this. The puzzle part of this episode is the only part that is enjoyable. That is true, which is weird
1: because normally, you know, obviously we are of the opinion that this stuff takes too long, kind of thing. It it, it takes way too long to get going and to start the actual plot of the episode. But in this case,
0: sure. I mean, I'll take it. I'd rather have non sequiturs and random jokes about puzzles for twenty minutes versus what we get. Um, I mean, it, to be fair, the puzzle stuff does take a really long time, uh, and it's entirely disconnected from the rest of this episode. I don't know if you guys if that rings any bells it should because that is literally the mo for the past four years of the simpsons is where we just get a first act that doesn't make any sense it's not connected anything so the family gets obsessed working on this puzzle all of them bart is taking collections of pieces to school i don't know what he's gonna do with those because that's kind of how puzzles work maybe someone ex- maybe lisa should explain that to bart that you can't really just yeah, take like yeah gonna get a whole bunch of random ones that just aren't in the right spot? Like, that might yeah. not even... It doesn't it doesn't matter too much, man. uh We have bigger fish to fry. Homer is skipping work. Everyone is staying up all night working on this puzzle. How many pieces is this puzzle? It seems like it's like 5,000. If at least 5,000. So, we get multiple little vignettes of them working on the puzzle. They're, 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 Lenny and Carl come over looking for Homer. Homer thinks Lenny is a part of the puzzle and starts smashing his face into it. Gets a piece of... We got another Lenny and his eye joke. They keyed in on the Lenny and eye jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, they finish the puzzle. Finally. Uh, it's in the backyard. That's the only place that's big enough, apparently kitchen floor won't work i guess it's not big enough living room floor just remove all the furniture out of the way like rather go outside how are you gonna move it
1: Who know maybe i mean smart people do on like a, a back sheet of, of like a uh, cork board or something but it's the simpsons so
0: yeah i whatever I, it's it's just it's baffling. Like, there's like little tiny things here and there that just make me like extrapolate it out like whoa this isn't how people act are the simpsons aliens is that what's uh, going on? Or whatever the plot requires. Them to I, that's, a, that's not a good answer, Matt. So the puzzle's done. It's missing a piece. One piece is missing. It's really unfortunate. It's really unfortunate, Matt, that this, the, the, they've worked on this puzzle so hard. It's missing a piece, so they need to find that piece. Which finally gets us to at least the inciting incident, to the inciting incident, to the inciting incident. We're going to get there eventually, guys. Just get, hold on. So, Homer and the rest of the family, they're all looking for the puzzle piece. They're searching high and low through the house. Homer is digging through a closet for some reason. I don't know why the puzzle piece would be in there. And and so, then he sees... uh, Then he finds a box that says, Marge's Memory Box. Uh, And so, he snoops and opens it and looks through stuff. Not cool, Homer. Not cool. I mean, Homer in this episode, I cannot... I can't. If you don't watch this episode, here. If you're listening, you haven't watched it yet. Don't watch this episode; it'll make you very angry. And if you mm-hmm. do want to watch this episode, be forewarned: Homer is intolerable for this episode. And he is, not even,
1: he's even—he's—he's kind of jerk Homer, but he's just random Homer. He does the most random dumb things for no reason except to make the plot
0: move forward. Homer is intolerable. It's not—he's not that he's mean, man. I mean, he does mean things from time to time. It's that he's just so stupid not even homer is this dumb he is he is literally like a five-year-old child Mm-hmm. He's not even five like a three-year-old a two-year-old like just all he's just impulses there's nothing else there's no if there's no emotional co- context to anything like i know homer's not a smart guy and they make jokes about his childlike intelligence all the time I, I I get it. He's still an adult. He is intolerable. So he opens up a, a box with Marge's name on it and starts snooping, finds an old note on it, uh, and reminisces flashbacks to th- one of their early dates. Hey, there's writing on the back of
3: this. Dear Homer, I can't believe you're making this the worst night of my life. <gasps>
2: You leave me sitting here all alone while you play video games with your Neanderthal
3: friends. Mars, come here. Mars, I need both hands for this game. Can you feed me nachos while I play? Why don't you just stop playing? Tell that to the brave crew of the SS Triangle.
2: It's just Evil Rocks. Take that. Homer, I really don't want to feed you.
3: Come on. You're always saying we should do things as a couple. Oh, this is wonderful. I love you, Atari.
2: Video games and too much beer. You sure know how to show a girl a good time.
3: Well, I aim
2: to please.
3: Hey, let's stop by the dumpster and make out. (laughs) Hold that
1: thought.
3: (laughs) <laughs> Young man, you've ingested a dangerous amount of alcohol. The only dangerous amount is none. <laughs> Let's go to the IHOP. I'm
2: driving. All right, come on, hey. Okay, hey, Burger hey, King, go, whatever. Hey. Come ow, on. Ow. Get his leg. Tonight, I learned the two of us can't work. I don't want a life of watching you get drunk, then holding back your long, beautiful hair while you vomit. I have my own dreams, and I can't live them with you. Why did she stay
3: with me if she hated me so much? Hey, two days later, she had a doctor's appointment. Nausea, cravings, knocked up feeling. She was pregnant with Bart,
1: and that's the reason she stayed with me. It is the reason, Homer. We've gone over this over and over again. It's the whole reason you're married. <laughs> <laughs> I.
0: It starts right here. Right. In this, right here, early. Like we've mm-hmm. talked a lot about some bad episodes lately that just kind of spin off in the third act is the real problem. They just vanish into like nonsense in the third act. It mm-hmm. starts right here. First act, immediately it's what world does Homer live in? What I uh. it, this note this note is 10 years old. One. 10 years old, Matt. 10. 10, Ten. years.
1: Minimal, probably ten and a half, because she would just found out she was pregnant, so we're probably talking ten plus nine
0: months. There you go. Almost eleven years. That's number one. So clearly it was a long time ago, Homer.
2: mm mm-hmm.
0: Long time ago. Doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, I had feelings in the past too. I had feelings twenty years ago, ten years ago. They don't they largely are inconsequential to how I act today. They like have very subtle, nuanced influences on my life. They certainly aren't going to, there's no revelation that's going to make me go, oh, I need to uproot my entire life and change everything. So there's, one, 11 years ago. Two, she never gave him the note. Ever. But she did keep it, oddly enough. Yeah, we don't get a reason for that either. Strange, huh? No reason for something happening in this episode. That's weird. No So she obviously Marge didn't feel strongly about what she wrote to actually give this information to Homer.
1: Yeah, it's actually uh, reminds me very much of uh, the young adult book series, like To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Like, I don't know if you've read that, Rob, because it obviously seems right up your alley. Uh, But it's basically her writing letters to guys to tell them how she feels. And then she hides uh, the letters because obviously he's never wants to send them and the whole point of the book is that oh no someone found it and sent it you're, you're never supposed to actually you know send the letters
0: yeah it, it even i mean it's helpful to sometimes write down your feelings about something and then not actually let anyone it's okay it's pri- it's journaling that's what journaling is I and i don't know like how like i don't i don't necessarily to understand all of this but He immediately, he reads this note, Marge shows up, and he acts like she wrote it yesterday. Mm -hmm. Like, so, I this is the clip, it it ends the act. Uh, I've titled it, Marge is Rational and Homer is an Idiot. Yep.
2: Oh my god, I forgot all about this. Where did you find it?
0: More like, where didn't I
3: find it? It was practically everywhere.
2: Homer, I'm sorry you saw that, but I was very
3: upset that night. Quit changing the subject. How do you feel about me right now? Well, I
2: love you, of course, but a lot of things you do still drive me crazy.
3: So you mean our whole marriage you've just been resenting me behind my back? A little bit, yeah. Fine! I'll go sleep with someone who does appreciate me!
2: (laughs) 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 Oh... Time to repress another memory. <laughs> I am at Disneyland. Disneyland. Hmm.
1: Emotional maturity escapes the Simpsons writers. Apparently,
0: I, I, yeah. I like is is Homer a, ba- a baby? Like, is that what's happening? Like, he-, I, I, he lacks the
1: idea of object permanence and the idea that people can change and that yes, you are not going to make someone perfectly happy. It's just not going to happen.
0: I like I and yeah I I understand Homer is not necessarily a, like a emotionally stable person all the time, and he can't be because he's the main character of a television show, and sometimes there needs to be conflict. But no one on earth does this. There's not a human on earth that behaves like this. At least not any of them that I would like to watch on a television show, where they find a note that's ten years old, ten plus years old, that they literally. Snooped around to find that was never given to them their spouse who they profess to love like literally Homer like how many times have we seen Homer like just break down and 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 talk about how much he loves Marge and how much she's there for him and how important she is and then in, in like one note a paragraph a hundred words he decides oh we had a one bad night ten years ago so our whole relationship is a sham. No one on earth thinks like that. Who does these things? And that and this is the foundation for this episode, because that's all it is. It is all this. It is just all springs from this, and it only gets worse. It gets so much worse. We go to fact, and with that we go to commercial. Uh seven minutes, 41 seconds in, then.
1: And when we come back, uh we find Homer the next morning after this conversation, and he just cannot let it go.
2: You made your own
1: breakfast?
2: Looks like you had a little problem with those scrambled eggs.
1: That was a muffin.
2: I'll fix you something. Oh, I
3: get it. Your stupid husband is too drunk to do it right.
2: Well, there are a lot of beer cans around here.
3: Oh, so you don't like it when I drink. What other secrets have you been hoarding to use against me?
2: Oh, now let it go. It's not always going to be perfect. We've been married for ten years.
3: Oh, I didn't realize you've been counting the years.
2: Is it that horrible living
3: with me? Well, this morning isn't a barrel of laughs. It is to me. Marge, I can't live like this. I'm tired of walking around on eggshells. Maybe if you didn't throw them on the floor. Now you're just making up rules. Who made you Judge Judy an executioner?
2: dad where are you going
3: kids sometimes when a daddy learns that a mommy always hated him he needs some time away to think
2: but you're not gonna get divorced like millhouse's parents are you
3: oh, no no this is nothing like millhouse's parents
1: now if you need me i'll be staying with millhouse's father so, yes, Homer, uh, once again, is being ridiculously unreasonable. Marge is trying to reach out to him, uh, to be nice to him.
0: I, and I, uh, Marge is just being a rational per- Like, she's saying things like – "What do they ex- – are we expected to empathize with Homer in this situation?
1: I hope not because it doesn't make any sense. I feel like the whole point of this episode is for us to be with Marge and to see what a horrible person Homer is and to find that funny because – people find homer's idiotic antics funny i guess
0: i i find them funny when they're out of like a good when they're coming from earnest and good motivation like when he falls down a cliff because he's trying to stop bart from being a daredevil he's an idiot and he hurts himself and that's funny because he was trying to do a good thing this is so misguided and stupid it it, it just makes me want to scream I can't. And it's just getting started. It's gonna get worse, that's <laughs> for sure.
1: So yes. Anyway, uh we see uh Homer Goes to Live with Kirk Van Houten at the Bachelor Arms, uh where we see an absolutely ghastly <laughs> suicide joke. Right uh, away. Which, just immediately. Oh my god, it's it's so bad. Like, wow. I I get that you're trying to be funny and that, oh yes, divorced men are hilarious and sad, but jeez anyway. Uh, so Homer was with Kurt. Uh, who makes uh, Homer makes inadvertent fun of Kurt because you know he Kurt tells him, oh, you know, if there's a lady on the door, uh, if I have a lady, you know, I'll put a sock on the doorknob. And Kurt has neither sock nor doorknob. No, it's a tie, not a sock. Man, come on, tie. Sorry, Not a tie
0: nor. Uh, also, I, I I forgot to say er, that earlier clip you're playing. Homer says Judge Judy executioner. How many how many times we're we gonna be throwing that one in there? Yeah, right. In the recent uh, recent recent episodes they've used that judge judy executioner thing guys like space mile a little bit
1: yeah right at least you know two maybe three times a season the maximum
0: you're gonna get (laughs) maybe they're trying to turn that into like a i mean i guess i assume i guess maybe they're just trying to like give homer a new catchphrase maybe
1: yeah yeah Mm. so uh at this point homer can't sleep because uh of all the wailing uh that's happening in the bachelor arms so he goes for a walk he walks by uh, Flanders' house and then by his own house. Uh, and as he's about to
0: uh, basically break down and, wait, wait, and wait, wait, the Wait, Matt, wait, 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 I know you're going to about to tell me something that's going to upset me. So I'll just ask you. Okay. The episode can't end right now, right? He can't just have Homer going back and being a, like a rational person, right? Of course not, Robbie. Okay. So he and it's uh, I know I know the name of this episode. I don't really I didn't, you know, going coming back to it. I don't remember much about it, you know, I knew the name of the episodes Three gays of the Condo. I know that Homer moves in with a couple of gay guys um so I know that has to happen, of course, and we're we're like ten minutes into the episode right now, and he not even a mention of moving in with some gay guys. How does he find these 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 guys who need a roommate? Well, Robbie, I'm glad you asked because as Homer is walking by his house, there's a random
1: newspaper box there that no one has ever seen before and no one will ever see again so homer reaches in pulls out a newspaper and immediately flips to a page where two people are two guys are looking for a roommate and then immediately the (laughs) newspaper box disappears although it's a joke because we see cletus stealing it and dragging it down the road get it get it because it's so perfect for the plot they're just gonna (sighs) get it it's
0: get it lazy writing Yeah,
1: exactly. Get it?
0: Um, I needed this thing to happen. I don't want to establish any reason or establish, like, you know, we had to write five minutes of puzzle jokes earlier, so we can't have, like, Homer maybe met a guy or news someone or, God forbid, Smithers introduces him. Okay. No, we have to have Smithers have gay panic jokes. We have a lot of... of, Hey, guys, do you like gay panic jokes?
1: You're going to love this episode. If not, this is going to be a rough time for you. So... Homer sees the ad for a roommate and decides to check it out. So he heads down to where the ad is. Uh, It's the next day, of course, because... Where did he sleep? Time is, is fuzzy. Where did he sleep, Matt? I don't think he slept anywhere. I think it took him this long to walk to the nice part of town where this room is. Where's his car? Why would he have a car, Robbie?
0: He's going for a night walk. He moved to Kirk's house apartment briefly with things, I assume. With clothes? You would assume. In a car, mm-hmm. and i would have to drive there, and then he'd have to drive to another place. So that's what, uh, you know, across a town. No one, I'm assuming S- Springfield is a model of suburbia, spread out. Homer's not, wa- and Homer literally earlier in the episode complains about using his arms to make a complete a puzzle. So you're telling me he walked across the entire town all uh-huh. night? Precisely. He's not He's not tired? Is Homer human? Again, I ask again, is Homer a human? Robbie, you're asking the wrong question. The real <laughs> question is, do we care? <laughs> I do, Matt.
1: I do. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Homer heads down to where this uh, room is and finds a very interesting part of town that he's never been in before. What a well-kept street. And there sure are
3: a lot of gay bookstores for a straight neighborhood. Just the since these guys never had any kids... Ah. <coughs> hey, Mr. Smithers. Ha, hello, Samson. What's the deal with this place? It's so manly,
1: yet scented. Yes, I seem to have gotten lost on my way to the uh, the uh, the big auto uh, racing festival, so I've never been here before. Hey, Waylon, who's the bear? <laughs> oh, is that the Mr. Burns you're always talking about? No, he's nobody. Shut up,
3: Stuart. Nice to meet you, Stuart.
1: Oh, yes, yes, we have in-the-closet panic. It's like gay panic, but, you know, involves people who are not prepared to have the world know about things.
0: I I, I just, like all this, there's so many, like, very shallow gay jokes in this. And I will say that they are largely bland. There's nothing to them, but they are also inconsequential to this episode. This episode has nothing to do with gay people. It has very little to do with homer living with gay people having to adjust his attitude very little to do with that is mostly about homer and Marge's relationship and it's infuriating just in that regard i will i do want to point out this clip takes place 10 minutes into the episode matt i looked at the playtime for this when i was at this very moment because i was just i was like i needed to know 10 minutes we have homer actually half that's half of the episode half this episode three gays of the condo we don't actually, Homer doesn't even go into the neighborhood until ten minutes in. Ten minutes of what? Puzzles. And very infuriating Homer. There's also a joke about Jared from Subway. Yeah, we're not, we're not kidding. <laughs> nope.
1: Not, nope. not anyway. aged really well. No, it really hasn't. It's like a lot of this episode
0: hasn't aged well. I don't think this episode had aged well as soon as it came out. One anyway, in, one so. Emmy. Hey Matt, Emmy award winning Three Gays of the Condo i'm gonna every time we talk about this episode that's what i'm gonna say okay
1: anyway so uh homer goes to see his per- prospective roommates uh they are very obviously gay stereotypes uh one is uh julio uh who is uh laden and uh grady who is a very soft sounding white guy and uh yeah yeah so anyway uh they go in and they have to very gently break into homer that they're gay because homer is an idiot as usual uh, in this case, uh, but luckily for Homer, uh, he decides he's going to, you know, stay the night uh, because he's already mixed his laundry in with theirs. He sleeps in the the, the pantry with Grady's spices, which uh, we get a callback joke to when Homer says my tool shed and Grady says my spices and just, yeah, we get it. You've watched the previous episodes anyway. Uh, so, yes, the next morning, uh, Homer decides that, yeah, he gets along with these guys well enough. You guys lead a fascinating life. Like, why are you reading the New York Times?
2: You don't live in New York. Oh, I despise the Springfield chopper. What is that? All the headlines are jokes. Mm. Ugh, where'd you buy this? From the guy on the exit ramp? This is disgusting.
3: Calm down, picky Ricardo. He made us a great breakfast, and you're just riding his butt. And not in a good way. Thank you, Homer.
1: It's a pleasure cooking for you.
3: Well, get used to it, because I'm gonna stay.
1: Fabulous. Here's the key to the lotion cabinet. Grady, are you sure you want to live with him? It's either him or that girl who put Mother Earth as a reference. And with a male roommate, we can walk around naked. Way ahead of you. <laughs> Woo! So, yes, uh, Homer has already decided uh, that he's comfortable enough there to be naked. And it's a joke about how Homer doesn't care about people seeing it, which, okay, that's a worthwhile joke slightly. Homer's just very confident in himself, and that's fine.
0: It it's fine like you said it's fine fine. like and i think most of most of this is like it's so it's just so nothing like they're they're like the just bland gay stereotypes there's not like the only like i guess i wouldn't even call it progressive it's just homer being like a good like a decent being is that he's not constantly insulting these gay guys like i don't know what what is this what the like the bar is for homer not just be constantly homophobic Is that, like, he's just a roommate. It's not like he's doing anything special. He's not, like, going to rallies with them. He's not, like, he literally is just being a decent roommate. Is that the bar we're setting? Yes, because for straight
1: white men, that's, that's, life is a low bar, essentially.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) anyway. Also, other, I just want to, uh, we're already talking about Matt, so I'll talk about it here. Um. Uh, you remember Carl from Simpson and Delilah? Yes. Played by Harvey Feierstein. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was asked to reprise his role in this, and his, uh, he turned it down. Uh, his, his quote is, the script was a lot of very clever gay jokes, and there just wasn't that Simpson's twist. So he turned it down. Interesting. It, yeah, there's not anything to this, and I, I understand why he would turn it down. Um, but Homer a is just being, like, a decent... Like, a re- uh, like that's the only time he's actually a decent person is when he's actually with his the roommates like. Yeah. I, ah, ah, it's get angry. <sighs> what happens next, man? Yes. So
1: we're, we're going to move through this as quickly as you can. Uh, so next we see Marjorie is her and the kids that, oh, Homer will get over it. He'll be back. It'll be fine. Why? Why do we want well, him back? That's the I don't know. Steady state. That's just what Marge (laughs) says. She wants things to be the same. Okay, cool. Got it. So, uh, yes. Uh, Lisa gets a call from Homer, so Lisa can read him a bedtime story. And basically, we get Homer comes by the house. He tries to spend time with the kids, but he has all these new gay hobbies of leg waxing and wearing nice clothes and all these things that Homer never could have done when he was
0: home, of course. So, they, uh, they have, of course, they have a, a montage of gay things, and is literally putting on clothes, getting a haircut, and buying things. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's not really offensive. It's just stupid, which is an offense. I guess it's also offensive to me is the stupidity of it. So I guess you know, you know, pick your poison. Yes. So at
1: this point, uh, Marge is trying to be civil to Homer and give him space, which you know what a nice person would do. Homer is being continually being awful, and when, for some reason, he gets mad at what Marge is, is trying to be nice to him and asks him to leave, uh, when he is being completely thoughtless to her, to her uh, he decides he needs to go out dancing uh, with his roommates, uh, which fine to blow off steam. That's it's fine. Hey, we do lots
0: of terrible jokes. Matt, Matt, you hmm. did we? Did mention the fact where Lisa tells Marge she should apologize to Homer.
1: No, because I don't want to remember that that's part of this episode.
0: Lisa tells Marge, I just want to point it out because it feels uh, like a crazy person wrote it. Uh, Lisa tells Marge that she should apologize. They have a this is a, a long sequence, Matt, where Lisa says, "Marge, you should apologize," and Marge is like, "I don't know what. Like, I don't know if I sh- should do that because Marge is the only rational person in this episode." And Bart goes, "Well, why don't you just say I'm sorry, not actually meaning it? I do it all the time," and. That makes a little bit more sense to me, uh, because at least, you know, Marge isn't actually admitting, like, giving an honest apology, because she shouldn't. She didn't do anything wrong at any point, except maybe make the decision to marry Homer. Um, <laughs> that might have been the, the bad decision. But this is like, it's just, ma- it's like uh, Make Room for Lisa. It is, again, why are we, apo- like, this the episode, like, it gives Homer the... of. The, the low bar of being a decent roommate, and then it treats like everyone else should just be catering to him. We should apologize for Homer because he's an idiot. I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. Don't ap- He shouldn't... I. He's thoroughly terrible the entire time. He... Marge, honestly, should divorce him now and then move on with their life. Like, I... That's what this episode makes me feel, Matt. I love The Simpsons. I love Marge and Homer. They're like, I've said this multiple times on this podcast they were the like the fictional you know couple that kind of i you know i model like i model my ideals after like oh they love each other mm-hmm. th- thick and thin they they sacrifice for each other they have problems they get over it. they get through it and this episode makes me go oh marsha just divorce them this is terrible yeah because that would make her life better and easier homer does dance remember he dances matt i i do he I slaps do. his butt <laughs> <laughs> get it
1: yes Yes, I do.
0: He makes lesbians be more lesbian.
1: He makes them uncomfortable with his horribleness. I mean,
0: everyone makes... Homer Homer is really good at making people uncomfortable.
1: You <laughs> really... Isn't really, that funny? I mean, it's Homer, so it has to be funny, because anything Homer does is obviously funny, Robbie. Uh, yes, so Homer dances. Uh, we get terrible more gay jokes about especially one guy picking up Mo- Mole Man for some reason. Uh... But uh, yeah, Uh, and then with that, we go to commercial and I get to stop talking about this quite some. (laughs)
0: Uh, It's 14 minutes and 49 seconds in. We come back for commercial. Uh, This clip is entitled, at least Weird Al is here.
2: Only I tried to tell you how I feel, but I can't find the right words. Maybe he can. Weird Al Yankovic! Homer, Marge wrote me about what happened. And as soon as her check
3: cleared, I was on the first reasonably priced flight here. Did you ever get the parody songs I sent you? <sighs> yes. Which one was better? Living La Pizza Loca or Another One Bites the Crust? They were pretty much the same, Homer. Yeah, like you and Ellen Sherman. Now here's a song I wrote for you. Little Diddy about Homer and Marge. Her heart was as big as his stomach was large.
2: Oh, yeah, they say love goes on. Long after the grilled cheese sandwich is gone.
3: (laughs) It would take a man of stone with a funny bone of steel to resist that.
2: Homer, would you at least let me take you out on a
3: date? I don't know. Date a chick with
2: kids. Dad. All right, all right. Nice work, Lisa. Thanks, Julio. I love you as a blonde.
1: All you do, oh God, Lisa. If I was an eight-year-old straight boy, I swear to God,
0: I'd be still holding your hand right now. That's the most wholesome thing in this episode, so I included it. Try and thank you, nice, a nicer thing to help us out. So you know, Weird Al sings and has a Jack and Diane parody about Homer and Marge. That's it's fine. It's fine. Mm -hmm. No, it's Weird Al. He does his thing. He's pretty good at it at this point. Um, so Marge is taking Homer out on a date like literally this is marge treating homer like he's a child like he is, she's like she
1: has to like manipulate him into doing it
0: like she's like hey like instead of behaving like adults he literally is marge treating homer like he's a child so they're gonna go out um homer is getting ready he's nervous so grady and julio make him margaritas to ease to Ease his nerves? I guess. I why? I don't know, man. I just I don't <laughs> why know do they do this? So Homer gets drunk. We cut to Marge. She's a medieval medieval they go to Medieval Times. Or whatever it is, the Simpsons off brand analog for Medieval mm-hmm. Times. And Marge is alone, cause Homer has no showed. Um which Surprise. Surprise. Uh he and so he's drunk the 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 guys remind Homer eventually that he's late. He goes drunk. How did he get there, Matt?
1: Uh, he walked because he walks everywhere. He didn't drive drunk there. I, uh, no, in Homer probably,
0: but let's let's hope he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Mart is angry. Homer's drunk. Homer goes back to the house, and then we get some very I don't know strange things. Oh, oh, sorry I'm late. The Velvet Mafia made me a margarita I
2: couldn't refuse. Goodbye, Homer. I tried to save our marriage, and you just get drunk and spend the whole night with your homosexual boyfriends. Riven Lovejoy, Mrs. Lovejoy, Principal Skinner, man.
1: Fact is, certain people just aren't right for each
2: other. You gave it a chance, it didn't work. At least you tried.
3: But it was Marge, my first and only love. I'm like David Spade without Chris Farley. Alone and useless. Oh, Homer. A guy as cool and special as you will have no trouble. Believe me. Wow. Wow. I never realized you felt about me that way. We should really take some time to talk and I just end up hurting you! You know, Mo. I was just thinking, my problems with Marge started because I drink too much. And then tonight alcohol only made things worse. Maybe all of my problems are actually caused by Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take your medicine, you
2: lush, yeah, lush, yeah. Hey, what happened here? Uh, he was drinking at Harrigan's bar down the street there. They want to close that dump down.
1: <laughs> yeah. Isn't alcohol poisoning hilarious, guys?
0: So, so many problems. Mm-hmm. I, I like it's innumerable. Why can I ask you a question, Matt? Mm-hmm. Why does Grady kiss Homer? <laughs>
1: <Bad
0: taste. laughs> That's all I got. He has I, terrible taste in men. What does Homer do that in, that makes Grady like him? Can, I, can we start with that? Can we start? Okay, Grady is a man who likes Homer enough to kiss him. What does Homer do to make to, to 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 cause that? Can we start there? No, Robbie, we can't because it's completely inexplicable. <laughs> I mean, he does compliment Grease breakfast one time. They go dancing together. They like he mm-hmm. they they go on a shopping montage. Is that what? So there's one lit, literally one actual character moment where we have them talk to each other, and it's literally like homer goes oh your breakfast good i guess that's enough for grady to go oh man this man this man who is absurdly overweight uh and often just talked about how like he literally while he's dancing there's the uh, there's the joke about the lesbians who are more lesbians now because they watched him dance so he's homer in this very episode is talking about how gross and disgusting he is right yeah yeah okay and then Grady, who looks like a fit guy. I don't know what he does for a living, because these aren't real characters. Grady and Julio, what? they don't really exist. They're just there to be gay guys around Homer. they do not like they have lives outside of anything, because we don't see them ever by themselves, really, except when Homer's asleep in a pantry. Um, So, one, there's no reason for this to happen. This is uh, there's, no... there's no reason for any of this to happen, Robbie. Let's just get over that. <laughs> no, 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 man. no we have to th- we're we're doing the work, all right. I watch this terrible thing and i'm gonna do i'm gonna put in the work Fine. <laughs> two don't kiss people what what don't just randomly kiss people you like, Grady especially okay, so all of this is undeserved terrible doesn't it doesn't belong in this episode like why is this here like this episode is not about Homer thinking he might be gay. Like, they literally run away from that very topic at the end of this clip. So why uh-huh. is it here at all? Why include this? Oh, it's because this is a, is a this episode is a gimmick. You titled Three Gays of the Condo and that you could market it with a commercial about, oh, maybe Homer is gay. He's invited. He's going to live with gay guys. It actually takes maybe three minutes of the episode. The rest of it is Homer being intolerably stupid to his wife. Because that's what happens. Yep. Homer runs away. Um, uh, gets drunk. He's literally four... How does that... He goes He goes to Moe's, and Mo makes him drink enough that he... Literally drinks beer. We're told it is beer. I don't know how Homer could drink enough beer to get alcohol poisoning. Apparently this is the second time he's done it. Like, alcohol content of a Duff beer is what, 5%? Is Homer drinking 60 beers? Apparently. Like, his stomach couldn't contain... I don't... Okay. It just doesn't... It's just... Illogical nonsense. It's all garbage. They and then they introduce the idea that Homer is alcoholism is the problem. Is they mentioned it earlier? They mentioned it here. Why? If it doesn't have anything to do with Homer and Marge, then why are you introducing it at all? It's loose threads. You don't include them in your writing. It's bad writing. Well, of course it's bad writing, Rob. It's season fourteen of The Simpsons. There's, I don't know. I'm not assuming that every episode we're gonna watch, Matt, is bad. I come in with the the expectation of something that's competently written. Mm. Because this is a professional television show with one of of the, 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 the track records of being one of the best shows of all time, one of the best written shows of all time. There's nothing better written than The Golden Years of the Simpsons, literally. It is the best writing that's ever been on television, even to today. So when you put out this television show, I expect it to be... As- aspiring to be that level, maybe you can't get there because it's very hard. I understand that, but this is this is first draft stuff. You cut it away. Why is this drinking stuff in here? Oh, because we need to get him to the hospital so he can talk to Doctor Hibbert. Why? Because this is all... it. Just falls apart, man. It just falls apart. Why is why is Homer go to he goes to Mo's to drink away his, his sadness? But then he really he has a why does he have a moment of epiphany? Why doesn't he just drink himself to, into a stupor? Why do we have a joke about Mo?
1: Being a jerk? That'd yeah, be
0: great. why? It doesn't, there's no reason. He could just homework and make choices, do things on his own, and instead he's forced to drink. And then he goes back to Dr. Hibber, and Hibber is here to remind us about the entire history of the show. That was a close call.
3: We took this much out of you. But it's still not as bad as the first time I treated you for alcohol poisoning. Oh, yeah, the night that destroyed my marriage. Destroyed your marriage? Well, I've never seen a woman look so devoted. Let's look at the tape. You had that on tape? Mm, It was back when I thought the nurse was stealing sponges (laughs) He's stable now I'll leave you two alone
2: Homie, I was so worried about you I was really mad at you tonight But you're a good person And that's what I see most of the time Whatever problems we have We have a lifetime to work them out Together
3: So she didn't hate me
2: She married me because she loved me And I still do.
3: Marge, I never want to be apart from you again.
2: Well, you'll never have to.
3: (laughs) That is the best kiss I've had tonight. Or was it?
2: Homie, what are
3: you
1: thinking? Manly thoughts. (laughs) Yes, it's so hilarious that Homer is apparently questioning his sexuality and ignoring
0: that. Ha ha ha. This is them. This is the show openly acknowledging like literally marge said that this is the first the first thing she said to homer after he finds that note she says oh it's 10 we've had a 10 year long marriage it's it's fine things happen sometimes we're not going to like each other all the time sometimes we're going to get upset we'll get through it because we love each other they literally said that at the beginning of this that's what marge has been saying over and over and over again over mm-hmm. and over and over again and all the the only the way they resolve this episode is have dr hibbert dr hibbert dr hibbert i'm whispering so i don't yell dr hibbert has a tape of them doing this why why can i ask why
1: no robbie you cannot ask why because it's the same answer as always they needed a way to end this stupid episode and so they decided hey let's find some evidence that oh it was marge actually loves homer and the way they find that evidence is i have dr hibber have a freaking tape rather than having marge sit homer and go down look you freaking moron i love you i have always loved you i have stayed with you throughout you doing the dumbest things any human has ever done i don't think i need to prove my damn self
0: anymore i it's just so bad it is so so bad Mm-hmm. Homer doesn't deserve Marge. She should leave Not him. She even should. Close. and like I, 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 she should leave him forever. This is what this episode <laughs> tells me. That Marge would be much happier without this child. She's usually it's the opposite conclusion. That's how. That's how. Uh, Mysterious Voyage of Homer. One of my favorite episodes. I love Mysterious Voyage of Homer. That episode. You know what that episode's about? man? It's about Marge and Homer belonging together. How how they're soulmates, and how the word soulmate doesn't actually mean, like, what you think it means. And how they have de- this deep, meaningful connection that has been forged through years of being in a relationship, a loving relationship. They know each other. And this episode goes, oh, no, that's all nonsense. Homer's terrible, mm-hmm. and no one, who would want to live with him? Who would want to be married to this psychopath? Imagine if you're married to someone. They root around through your crap. You have an old forgotten box. Of stuff. You don't even remember you have. Which Marge says, she literally says those words. I forgot about this entirely. Someone roots around in your crap, finds a note you wrote 10 plus years ago, and then lords it over you, and then leaves you, high and dry to take care of the kids alone. Moves in with new roommates. No shows a date of you, no shows you trying to reconcile. Like who on earth would Marge the, the march shouldn't go back with homer she should divorce him she should find a new husband I, Marge is a catch homer in this is a monster i don't this is terrible this is terrible terrible i did not expect i didn't expect it to be this bad I didn't either, honestly. Because I remember, I, I, remember it, I thought it was going to be bad. Because
1: let's face it, the Simpsons writers are at least ten years behind the times. This was made in the early two thousands. I figured, oh, it'll be nineties level gay panic, like you know, Ellen or Will and Grace, which you
0: know they had some okay things. No, this is like eighties level. It is bad, and the gay stuff is barely in it. Like it's just there for cheap jokes. There's nothing substantial. Like the theme is nothing to do with oh Homer accepting living with gay guys. He does, yeah, it's it, not homer's phobia all over again that would have been some, interesting it'd be something but that's not what this episode is it, it, homer just drops it, at a, it he just he just drops his, his homophobia in a, in a second because the plot dictates he does he doesn't go through growth to like figure out how to accept new people because this episode doesn't concern itself with that it doesn't concern itself with anything it concerns itself with filling up 20, 21 minutes of your life with garbage we will rank it at the end of the show hey Matt Hey Robbie, is this episode broken? <laughs> do I even need to ask anymore? No, you were right the first
3: time with that quick fix idea.
0: Let's see, quick fix, quick fix. Ah. Who? Um, uh, Matt. Okay, I want an answer. What? Okay, is there an answer to fixing this episode that is not scorched earth? No, there is not. That's the only thing you do. Just skip this episode
1: take somebody else's idea and produce it instead.
0: Do we we glass the planet? Is that what you're telling me? Not the planet, but Springfield at yeah. least. <laughs> okay. I always like that verb, the glass the planet. I, really, I always like that. It's like really efficient way of describing like total destruction. Um now we're talking about other things because this so bad. Uh I'm I'm really trying to think of a way to try and salvage this. Uh I think you can, Matt, if you make it the Homer's Soviet Part Two, okay? And Marge, and the reason Homer has to move in with a, a couple of gay guys is in is like okay. Marge goes on a trip with the kids for some like maybe there's a, a like a family get together really far away. Homer has to stay home because of work, so Marge takes okay. the kids and goes, and so she's they're just gone from this entire episode. They're not in it at all and they come back at the end and they're like and they're like oh we have some joke about them not being confused about Homer's situation and then Homer the house gets whatever fogged for bugs or there's whatever you know they've done a million different reasons the house is temporarily unlivable so Homer has to find a new place to live we get a montage of him trying different places we can we can even do Kirk maybe not any suicide jokes in there maybe less of those Um, you can make jokes about how pathetic Kirk is without having, like, suicide jokes, guys. Um, tries to live with, like, Barney or Moe or, you know, give him a couple of guys he tries to live with. They all fail for whatever reason. And so he's, maybe he finally, maybe Smithers slips him. Like, hey, I have a couple of friends who are looking for a roommate. Uh, Hush, hush. Don't tell him I gave you this. Whatever. Then we get introduced to Grady and to Julio. Homer has to live with, move in with them. It becomes a bigger deal about him trying to accept a, a a different lifestyle and defeat homophobia. And I don't know, like that's all it has to be. You don't have to throw in alcoholism, and I would not have anyone kiss Homer. There, this you can't jump from zero to a thousand miles per hour. Like, if you're going to have an episode where Homer questions his sexuality, who boy, you're going to have to, you're going to ramp up to that. That's going to take some time.
1: It is, and it's going to change what this episode is about. Like, you name this episode Three Gays of the Condo, and like, like you said, Robbie, none of this is about being gay. It's about a Homer Marge tiff that Homer basically has to move out, as he has done several times and just happens to move in with gay guys this time. it, it it depends on what you want this episode to be if you want it to be another homer marge argument you can do something like that but don't bring the gay thing in it's just stupid
0: right they're all like all these random disconnected crap just throw it all smushed together and that's what it feels like feels like garbage i would just make it go after the title do that episode homer dealing with homophobia and living with a couple of gay guys and maybe at the same time he teaches them something uh about his life about why he feels the way he does and they work together and by the end of this so they friends. And then they're sad because Homer has to move back out or they and then we have like a stinger joke with uh Homer inviting them to, they maybe they, their apartment gets something bad happens. So they have to move in with Homer at the end and then the kids in a march come back to the gay guys living in the house with Homer. And they're like, "Oh, what's going on?" And Homer's like, "These are my new friends." I don't know. That's something. It's better than this. Well, it's hard not to be. <laughs> well, Matt, we both really dislike this episode. Maybe even hate this episode. That's true. However, I've got some other opinions for you. You ready? I'm very ready. Okay, we can move on to our second. It's time for Comments from the News Group. Okay, here we are. Alt. Nerd. Obsessive. Uh, comments to news group is where I look through the old nohomers.net forums uh, talk about see what people thought of the episode when it came out still those forums still up you can still go visit them they still have threads about new episodes all the time Um, they really people like this episode huh? well people are awful 25% thought this was a perfect episode 5 out of 5 <sighs> mm-hmm. nearly 39% nearly 40% thought this was a 4 out of 5 so a great episode People can be wrong. And then another tr- of them are wrong. Another tr- Trump's current approval rate is like 46%. I don't trust. So try at to, least half of Americans are stupid. You can't trust those polls. 20%, three out of five. Three out of five. So that's above average to good, I would say, you know, depending on how you feel three out of five is. So less than 10% thought it was two out of five, and less than 10% thought it was one out of five. Sample size of roughly like 300 people, 250. Okay, uh, Matt's not saying anything, so I assume he agrees with all these sentences. Our first review: four out of five. Uh, not bad, but not the best this year. The puzzle set up some good jokes, but seemed kind of out of place compared to the rest. Homer running in the Smithers was good. Bart's easy to lie joke was rehashed. Homer's song parodies that he said to Weird Al were good. So four out of five, man, not bad. That's what he said. That's what he thinks a four out of five is, not bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the most confounding review I found, so of course I included it. This was a great episode. Very funny, with lots of good yucks throughout, but the plot was iffy. and The very end was stupid. This episode was also terribly edited, and the continuity was wrong. Oh well, I still was entertained, and a lot of good, clever jokes came out, so I'm able to overlook stuff I usually take very seriously in an unfunny episode. Three out of five! But still, this whole thing was nothing compared to the brilliance of homosphobia. So they start their review, capsule review. This was a great episode. Their first five words. This was a great episode. Great. Then they rank it a three out of five. Mm-hmm. Okay. Our mm. last our last review, which is more closer to your and I our, our, our opinions, man. Pretty damn bad. Two out of five. This episode illustrates all the issues with this entire season. Misplaced jokes, unpaced writing, quick force ending, and false sense of motion were rampant. This was probably the worst guest star since R.E.M.'s in Homer the Moe. I love Weird Al, but give me a break. Let's reconcile. So here's Weird Al singing a song. Found this episode to be laughless and boring. I'm tired of this from The Simpsons. Crap. There you go. That sounds about right. Yeah, that's closer. Yeah. I would give it, still give it a one, but you know, that's that's better. Um, that's it. I go back, finds a lot more good reviews, man. I know you love hearing those. That's true. I love hearing people praise terrible things. Okay, uh, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for the listener question of the week. Let's try one more number. <gasps> Yellow.
2: KB is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog. We have a wiener.
0: Yellow. Our your question of the week this week is: What is your favorite Lisa Cause episode? Tons of great responses. Uh, first from Abby and Energy Turtle: Lisa iconoclast. I love it when she teams up with Homer and when she realizes sometimes lies are worth telling if it makes people happy, like how Trump is doing with COVID nineteen. I think I think there's some there might be some there might be some sarcasm, maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit uh, from Andrew, friend of the show, Andrew blog. Uh, Lisa the Vegetarian, if only for the nuanced lesson that you can be righteous in your cause but still need to allow people to reach the same epiphanies in their own time rather than writing them off as fools or monsters. Stuff moral to internalize sometimes, but a good one. Uh, from Lauren at ElColumbia88, the old man and Lisa, you don't have many episodes released in Mr. Burns share A-plot. He turned those cans into can Uh From Jenny at Hippie200, Hippie Lisa the Vegetarian, because it ultimately made me decide to become a vegetarian. Lisa's pain of eating a little lamb that spent two hours in the boiler really got to me and made me think about my own choices, the difference between being that I'd never judge anyone for eating meat. Uh, Matt at Matt MattLaz1013. It's the obvious one to me, but Lisa that I kind of classed. Great plot, great Homer and Lisa moments, and Lisa learns a lesson. Comes out a better person for knowing that sometimes being right isn't the most important thing. Uh, from Lucas at Homer Simpson 908 Homer and Lisa versus The 8th. I know this may not count, but I think this is a great episode that shows Lisa changing Homer to a better person who would do the right thing during the worst time. It kept perfectly it counts to me. Oh. Um, Steven at STE Redhead. Lisa versus Miles with Stacy. It's Lisa at her best because she thinks she can bring about change without becoming preachy. Plus, don't ask me. I'm just a girl. Right, oh. on, right on, sister. Uh, finally, from Debbie. Debbie at 11. Lisa episodes are often the best ones, even if they're not issue based. Sure, Homer and Bart episodes are the funniest, but a good Lisa episode usually gives you something to think about. For me, it'd be a three-way tie between Lisa versus Malibu Stacy, Lisa the Vegetarian, and She of Little Faith for the best Lisa cause episode. Matt, what's your answer? Uh, I go with Lisa
1: the Vegetarian. Uh, I, I like a lot of these episodes, and you know, I personally am a big fan of Lisa versus the Eighth Commandment, despite it not being great. But Lisa the Vegetarian is such a good episode of Lisa having a cause a righteous cause that she interprets in a bad way and tries to go about it. And not only that, you get a great episode that has her, uh, fracturing her relationship with her father and then going, repairing it by the end. And just, it works on so many different levels. Like you get to see Lisa as a person, as a crusader, as a daughter, Homer, as a father. And it just, it works so well. I love that episode.
0: Uh, my answer is, uh, the old man, and Lisa. I, uh, Really, I I really like that episode. I think it's very funny and good, but I I like it as a Lisa Cause episode because it's kind of a counterpoint to a lot of Lisa Cause episodes Mm -hmm. where Lisa is genuinely trying to win back Mr. Burns. She's trying to change a person, like as much and she's trying to make him like, oh look, this evil man, we're gonna do make him we're gonna turn him towards good. And basically the lesson is some people are irredeemable, (laughs) some people Mm -hmm. are just bad uh and that's something i i reflect on more and more every day <laughs> some people are just bad and there's no saving them That is so very true and sad next week's question what episode of the simpsons has aged the best what is the episode has aged like a fine wine you can look back you can see a lot of episodes some of them aged poorly especially episodes we've been watching recently but if you look back and look at older episodes which ones are just as prescient now or even more prescient now than they were back then I will post this question on our Twitter. It's at Simpsons Show Pod. Uh you can email us at Simpsons at gmail.com your answer, or you can go to our Patreon, Patreon.com slash Simpsons the Simpsons Patreon.com slash The Show. Uh where I'll post the question. And it's you do not have to support us financially on Patreon to have access to those questions as well. Um Matt. Yes, Robbie. It's time. Time once again. For our next segment, it's time for the No Google Trivia Challenge. I am too smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T. I mean S-M-A-R-R-T. The No Google Trivia Challenge is where Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions. One easy, one medium, and one hard. And try and stump one another. We are tied, Matt. 38 to 38. Well
1: then, Robbie. Are you ready for a fun week?
0: I don't like this. I don't like the sound of your voice, man. That sounds like nah, fine. is the quarantine like is the self isolation social distancing as it turns you evil, or has. hey, is it turns you more evil? Yeah, that, that's the correct question to ask. <laughs> okay, yes. okay, more evil, more <laughs> evil. All right, are you ready for an easy question? Ready, sir. These are all from Homer's phobia. What is the name of John's collectible shop?
1: Uh, I know this. I'm quite sure I know this. Uh
0: john's collectibles shop the trick the trick It'd will... be something stupid <laughs> the trick was matt you should have asked me that question because the answer is yes because the answer is yes i am more evil
1: oh gotcha uh this is the easy question
0: <clears throat>
1: apparently uh i have no idea cockamamies of course Never would have got that in a million years. Thanks, Robbie. Thanks.
0: I Matt, you are a hard one to peg. Mm-hmm. What's my easy question?
1: Your easy question. In Bart Carney, what, whose car does Bart wreck that gets him in trouble at the carnival? Hitler? You are
0: correct. Okay. I was not sure about that. Uh-huh. I. Th- it was either Hitler or it was like uh, some gangster. Did they were. Ever run into some gangster's car uh probably i don't know feels like they've done it your menu question man. john has a robot from what movie in his store uh
1: it's a robot from it's, it's not lost in space what is it um it's camp oh oh is it clank clank you're dead yes yes
0: well you screwed me with the uh the see, this question. is what I'm saying, Matt. You don't know cockamamies, but you know, clank, clank, you're dead. Yeah, but they don't ever say the word cockamamies. Yes, they, say they do. Clank, clank. They say cockamamies. They totally say No, it. they don't. Yes, they do. Search it on Frankie X. see what you find. Well, don't do it yet, because then you'll see the rest of the episode. Uh, <laughs> what's my medium question? Your medium question. What are the names of
1: the two carnies that move in with the Simpsons? Just so you know, they do not say cockamamies. They really don't? They do not. Are you spelling it right? C-O-C-K-A-M is what I typed in and nothing came up.
0: Okay. um, Maybe you should pay attention. Maybe you should watch the episodes, Matt, with your eyeballs instead of just with your ears. Yeah, that's too difficult. I know. Spud and... um, Spud and... The other one, Matt. Spud and... I can't remember the other... Uh, Spud and... I don't remember. I got Spud. It's, sorry. It is Spud and Cooter cooter how did i forget cooter i i could not tell you robbie it's a really (laughs) stupid name (laughs) i mean is spud a good name no but you know are you gonna name i don't think that's a real i don't think that's a christian name and i might i get to break that to you uh you you are probably correct sir all right what is the name of the toy that homer points out at john's store and how much does it cost uh yes what is the name of the toy
1: what is the name of the toy and how much does it cost it is the atomic discombobulator and it is 90 bucks. No kid is worth that.
0: <laughs> uh it is the the full it actually it is the Rex Mars Atomic Discombobulator oh. for $50 is the price. Oh. It, well, no child is no worth No kid is still worth that. No child. No child is worth $50. Nope. That's what's a hard question, Robbie. Your hard
1: question, and it's a hard one today. Oh, good. Name five of the items that can be won in the ring toss. There are fourteen of them. Oh, I'm only God. asking for five.
0: <laughs> what, well, Robbie? Uh, okay. Uh, there's a knife. I remember the knife, the the hunting knife. Uh, I I think there's a lamp. I want to say I remember Skinner tossing, and he's trying to get a he's trying to get something, and he's failing, and so he goes for the knife because his his mother is is criticizing him. So I remember those. I think it's a lamp. I think it's a lamp and a knife. Uh, the other things. whoo boy. Um, what are what else would they have? Uh, crap. Random crap. Um, and a ring toss game. <sighs> Stuffed animal. Uh, a phone. A toaster. That's, those are five things. Those are not right. Okay. So you actually did not terrible.
1: Uh, I believe you got uh, I'll give you four of them because there are actually two stuffed animals. Uh, one is a monkey and one is a bear with a heart on it. Uh, but they are a lamp, a knife, a magic eight ball, a basketball, a camera, a boom box, a giant old radio, a Walkman, a gold watch, uh, a clock, a Rubik's Cube and some kind of framed words that I could not read rubik's cube mm-hmm.
0: why would you okay i don't, whatever uh so matt yes you have two points on me you have now, now you have a lead you're winning 40 to 39 i hope you're happy mm-hmm. you don't sound happy man you have a lead i'm very happy actually you know you remember how i sound every time i pick, i pull a lead on you every you remember how mm-hmm. i sound like it's it lists it, my spirit happy sound is it just tuesday for you is that what you're saying yep mm-hmm. it's just it's just it was just another tuesday it's just another Tuesday. You, just, you can't even find joy in it anymore. You're just like, eh, whatever. It's fine. No, it's, it's what's to be expected, Robbie. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so Matt has a one-point lead on me. Uh, we have like what, six episodes to go. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five. Five episodes. five episodes to go, Matt. So five episodes. I need to pull back at least a, a point and get more theoretically to pass Matt. I don't, not necessarily sure it's going to happen. All right, we can move on to our final segment. The segment we end every single episode with is time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever is the part show where Matt and I rank the episodes categorically as we watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of uh, every episode ever and how good they are. All right, let's scroll all the way down to the bottom. Let's see what we got down here. Phew! all right got some bad episodes down here Matt. we really do but that's that's the way it goes
1: when it's really really bad
0: okay is this here this is the this is the first question Matt. is this worse than it's a mad 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 march I don't think it's quite that bad, because that is pure character
1: satisfaction on Marge's part, and this as Homer acting erratically, which we've seen in a lot of episodes, so I don't think it's quite that bad.
0: So that puts it above the lowest tier, because I think I would consider It's a Mad, 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 Mad Marge to be the the top mark for the lowest tier episodes, the ones that are truly Mm -hmm. reprehensible and terrible. Uh, This is in the next tier up, which are just truly terrible, Although, I don't know if this one's going to go very high in this episode. Because um, we have Brawl in the Family, Tennis the Menace, Pray Anything, The Parent Rap, Bart versus Lisa versus the third grade, Helter Shelter, in which Marge and Lisa murder a man. Mm-hmm. Um, Barting over, Bye Bye Nerdy. Okay, so I will say it's definitely better. Hmm. Okay, I'll say it's definitely worse than Bye My Nerdy. I'll say it's worse than Bye My Nerdy for sure. It's, it's definitely worse than Bye Bye Nerdy. I was actually looking at the parent wrap. I think
1: it's... I can't... Decide, it's right there with the parent wrap. I can't decide. I think the parent wrap is slightly better than this, but I would be willing to go the other way just because the parent wrap is stupid, but it's not as inexplicable.
0: <sighs> you think this is worse than the parent wrap? I, I do. Okay. But better than Pray Anything. Is that what you're saying? I believe, yes. Which ones pray anything again matt uh, isn't that the one
1: where uh they make the theme park for Maud and it turns out everyone's getting high off the
0: gas no that's not oh. no this is that's pray anything is uh Homer wins the over wins the church oh yeah that is i' i'm I'm, is quite bad. I'm going to Praise Land is the the Maud oh, okay uh theme park Gotcha. Episode, which is is, not good, but better. It's higher in our list. Um Pray Anything's also terrible. Um Oops, I just screwed up something. Okay. Um hmm, Is it worse than Pray Anything? Yes, this is worse than Pray Anything. Uh Tennis the Menace I would say this is worse than Tennis the Menace as well. Is it worse than Brawl in the Family? No. (laughs) Brawl in the Family is offensively bad i mean this is also offensively bad it is but
1: this is just dumb bad that like makes my brain hurt the three different acts are three
0: different episodes true yeah you're right you're right i think you're right i you're right you're right i acknowledge all right better okay we have a then we have a spot for it at least we have a spot for uh we have a spot for our three day three gays of the condo isn't our new number 281 isn't that exciting Yay. Puts it uh right below Tennis the Menace, right above Brawl and the Family. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight episodes from the bottom of the list. So that's good, isn't it? It is. I'm I'm glad. Isn't it fun that this episode's terrible? Um so, new number two eighty one, three gays of the condo. Last place on the list is still Strong Arms of the Mall, number two eighty nine, number one is still Homer's enemy. Our next episode, Matt. Mm-hmm.
1: Dude, where's my ranch? Oh, I don't have good memories of this. Let's let's hope
0: I'm wrong. The, I do I do remember this Matt in this episode. Uh Andy Andy Circus is in this episode. He guest stars in this episode. Really interesting. Okay, Andy Circus famously played uh, Gollum, Lord of the Rings. Indeed he did, and uh, he did a lot of other roles over the years. But uh, he plays a character in this in this episode called Cleany. Who is so a, that's Andy Circus, huh? A, a weird troll man who cleans the ranch, who has one line, is, 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 which is a parody of Gollum. So they made him co-, co-, co Cleany. Okay, don't think that's. There's also a bit about. I'll here. I'm gonna read a line from the Wikipedia. Meanwhile, Homer and Bart meet a tribe of Native Americans who want a beaver dam removed so they can reclaim their land. They are confronted by the beavers while attempting to dismantle the dam and eventually destroy it after luring the beavers away. Are you looking forward to uh-huh. the, looking for the looking forward to that, man? I know I am. Not in the slightest. Okay. Well that's next next week. You guys watch along with us if you uh want to hurt yourself. If you feel want to be punished during this rough time in our lives where we just want to, you know, bring more pain. That's what Matt and I are doing. It's uh would not suggest it, honestly. Uh but that's that'll be next week. We can find all this stuff on our website, it's the Simpsons Show.com and links to everything uh links to our Facebook. Oh wait, we don't have a Facebook anymore. Link to our Twitter, to our RSS feed, to our Patreon. If you want to help us out through a throw a couple dollars, we'd really appreciate it. Get access to a bunch of old uh old content, bonus podcasts, lots of stuff. Um Before we go, you can find me online on Twitter at Robbie Dorman. My website is RobbyDorman.com and include links to purchase all of my horror novels, including my newest, underneath Story of frozen terror sent in an article full of paranoia and body horror. Matt does not participate in social media. You will not find him. That is accurate.
1: I got nothing. I mean, all, all we're doing these days is literally sitting at home playing video games and cleaning the house
0: yet again. So uh, shoot Robbie a message. Uh, actually, here, wash your hands. Be safe. That's the... That's true. Stay Watch home. Wash your hands. Stay home if you can. If you're able, stay home. Take care. I'm Robbie. And I'm Matt. Keep watching the Simpsons except this week.